everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. Today I'm going to do a fun Friday, kind of a special edition, because this past week, I don't know if you heard or not, but Jeannie Robertson's husband, as we well we know as Left Brain, passed away suddenly. I'm not exactly sure how he passed away, but uh, I've put her on the show many times and most every time that she talks, it's about him and his funny ways of doing things. And so I wanted to kind of give a shout out to her and just say that, you know, we're praying for her and going through this difficult time, I know it must be. So I wanted to put a special episode of her on here talking about a funny story with Left Brain. Here's Jeannie. At the risk of sounding like the guy that would always walk out on stage when Elvis had gone, I would like to start the program with an announcement. Left Brain is in the building. going, oh, no, 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 For those of you who are thinking that you've wandered into a group of people that obviously have no sense at all, left brain is my husband, Jerry, and that is what most of the people, of course, around here call him because Jerry is his name. I call him LB or left brain, and if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you probably are one, too. <laughs> the reason I said that left brain is in the building is... That in the early years, I guess you went to most of the speeches with me, didn't you, honey? A lot of them. But now he doesn't go all the time. The truth is that something happened, and that's why he doesn't go with me all the time. And when I tell you this, you will understand. I was to speak in uh, one of our large universities here in North Carolina. Where it was is unimportant, and I won't tell you, but it's in Raleigh. And I was to speak in this gigantic ballroom, and I had spoken there many times. And then after the banquet, and after I spoke, they were going to have coffee in the lobby with with dessert areas. And then they were going to have a big dance. And while they had the coffee, they were going to set up the band for the dance. It was formal. So there I was in a big orange evening gown from pageant days. Tony said I looked like the great pumpkin standing there and left brain in a tuxedo. I was standing there with everyone else and I was smiling because once you have ever been in the Miss America pageant, you never forget how to smile. And the women in here will know that although I call this a pageant smile, I also call this my marriage and meeting smile. You know how you can be in a room full of people and have a smile like mine on your face? And everybody there will think, that's one of the happiest women I've ever seen in my life. And you can talk to your husband through your teeth. And he'll know you are not happy at all. And that's the smile I had on when Left Brain came up to me and said, get your things, we're leaving. The women in here would have been so proud of me. I said... What do you mean? (laughs) I told this client we would stay for the dance. We're going to stay for the dance. He said, I know you told him that, honey, but we got to go. Get your stuff. We're going right now. It never broke. (laughs) I don't believe you heard me. (laughs) 
we're going to stay for the dance. He said, I don't think you heard me. We're going right now. I've ripped these tuxedo pants right down the back. And I gave it a look, and he had a problem. If you are a shorter man and you ripped it, you had a little rip. Left brain is six feet, six inches tall. Not only that, he must have been seated when it happened. There was just a gap wide open. But I had a problem, too, because I had told my client that I would love to stay for their dance. I had with me a spool of orange thread. <laughs> that matched my gown, and I had a needle. And when I told Left Brain this, he just blanched. She said, no, no. I said, this is what we've got to do. Now, the only place they had rented was this big ballroom, the lobby, and the restrooms. There's no way I can sneak this body in that orange evening gown into the men's restroom. And then I thought about the ladies' restroom and all those little stalls, and I thought, if I can get him in there and get him in one of those stalls, I think I can sew this up. Well, how many women, let me just ask the ladies here tonight, how many women do you think were lined up to get in the ladies' restroom <laughs> between the banquet and the dance? Everybody there. But I had spoken at this big ballroom before, and I knew that down a big, long hall and around the corner, there was another ladies' restroom that people didn't know about because they didn't walk by it. He backed down the hall, holding his pants the whole way, and we got inside. I said, now take off your pants, and he did. He took off his shoes, took off his pants, and then see, this is the left brain thing that kicks in on him from time to time, because then he put his shoes back on. <laughs> Why are you doing that thing? Now let me make sure you get the picture. He's six six. He's got on a black bow tie, he's got on a black coat, white shirt, and he's got on a black cummerbund and black shiny shoes and socks and white boxer sorts. <laughs> and he's standing in the ladies' restroom. I do not know why men start yelling at their wives at a time like this. I, I am a physical education major. I do well to thread a needle in good light in a room by myself. And here he is hopping from one foot to the, hurry it up, will you hurry it up, will you hurry it up? And that's when we heard the female voices coming down the hall. It was evident where they were coming. We were at a dead end. Left brain just started running all around the room but he wasn't going anywhere. I said, get in the stall. He jumped in the stall and I looked down and all I saw were these two shiny shoes. I said, you get out of the stall or put your shoes up one or the other. He put his shoes up and his knees went up over the top of the door. I said, get out of the stall. We could hear him talking outside the door. Thank goodness. He came out and I said, get in the closet, get in the closet. He jumped in the closet. I slammed the door. You could not have timed it any better. I slammed the door, balled up those pants and put them behind my back. And two of the sweetest ladies you've ever seen walked in. They'd been in the restroom less than five seconds. And we heard this banging. <laughs> on the closet door and an evidently male voice said, open the door, open the door. And they looked at me, I said, I don't know. 
And then I heard it again, but getting louder. Open the door. And he had never been afraid in the dark before. I didn't know what his problem was. And then I heard in the loudest voice I have ever heard left brain use. And now you know why. He does not travel with me to all my speeches. Because you know? I heard him say, Jeannie, please open the door. I'm out in the ballroom. That was Jeannie Robertson, and you can find it on YouTube if you search under Jeannie Robertson, Left Brain is in the Building. You can also find out more information at her website, which is JeannieRobertson.com. I hope you have an amazing weekend and that you remember to live your 320 life more than you can imagine. God bless you.